Hi there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Alana and Kyle, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. On our podcast, we weekly discuss topics that are typically left in the shadows, and we do our best to shine God's light and love onto them. Welcome here. Welcome back to another episode of the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. Kyle and I are doing our second Christmas episode today. Um, But before we get into it, I want to quickly read a review that someone gave us. But it wasn't actually a review. It was just a very sweet message that I was like, this is so lovely. I wanted to share it. So this message is from Grace, and she said, I'm so happy. November 10th was the first time your podcast was shared to me, and now I'm all the way caught up on listening to 107 episodes. My mind is very full, and my hubby and I have started listening to some together. Thank you. 107 episodes in like three weeks? Yeah. She binging. She must be unemployed. (laughs) (laughs) Or she has some kind of job that she can listen to it all day long. Yeah. Yeah. Like a driver or something. Wow. That's commitment. What was her name? Grace. Good for you, Grace. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I'm impressed. I haven't even listened to that many episodes. (laughs) The truth comes out. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So I want to jump right into it. And this. Let's do it. Is the topic idea, the umbrella overarching is stress. It's kind of the root of this episode is commonly known to this season. While it's also a season of so many other things, it can easily become a season filled with stress. And so I wanted to make this a really practical episode of how you can be making this a Christmas of connection. And so um, it's just a busy time. We're we're shopping, we're baking, we're decorating. Um, Maybe you're one of those elf on the shelf people. Are you guys elf on the shelf people? Oh, yeah. No, you're not. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay, so... The kids love it, but we don't. But we don't go into like, we don't do like. Oh, like you better behave because Elfie's watching. Like we don't uh, play that whole thing. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like that. But we do like the fun of like. Oh, where, wake up! Where's Elfie doing? Like what's he doing today? Like today he was trying to steal the Christmas, the star on the Christmas tree. Oh, very cute. That's so funny. I did not know you were one of those. I love it. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> um. But that being said, all the things, there's parties, there are events, you know, there's all the things. It can get really busy. And um, oftentimes when the busyness comes, it's our marriage and more specifically our sex lives, our intimacy that can take the brunt of it. And um, I don't know where I was, but I heard this quote um, by Corey Ten Boom and I was like, oh, this is so good. Hit home. Um, So she had said, if the devil can't make you sin, he'll make you busy. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Ah, I was like, wow. Oh, you know what? I know what it's from. I can link this book below. The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Mm, I've heard good things. I haven't yes. read it personally. Yes, Jeff's reading it right now, and I want to read it after him because I've heard it's life-changing. So, um, yes, it was from something in that book. Anyways, so how then, with that in mind, can we be proactive and protecting our connection with our spouse when the craziness of the holidays comes around. Because maybe you're traveling, maybe you're not even at home, and you're trying to see friends and family while you're somewhere else. So 
It's busy. We get it. So let's talk about it just in like really practical ways. So Kyle, what comes to mind for you when you think of like a practical way to make space for connection when life is busy? Schedule it. (laughs) Uh, That episode is coming eventually. But Mm -hmm. yeah, that's, um, I would say, like, if you're going to make it a priority, you got to carve out time for it. And for us, we're really big on like routines and schedules. So we literally put it in the schedule. Like this night, no plans, no phones, just us, whatever we want. That's what we're doing. Right. Um, And I think that's just a way of prioritizing it is to make sure that we are setting aside specific time for it. Mm -hmm. Is it always sex? If you're like, oh, today has Um, to be a sex night. So you have to have sex. No, no, that, uh, I would say like our regular routine schedule of sex, like still applies, but we'll carve out like tonight, just us one-on-one time, no phones, no plans, nothing like we'll play a game or we will watch a movie or whatever, but like shoulder to shoulder, lots of that time. Yeah. Quality time. Mm-hmm. Love that. What about you guys? Um, for us, it's just having time, oh, like together, together time. And it's funny because the way I've listed this on these lists is like that's kind of the order that <laughs> that I had it in here. But it's actually true for us too. Like, um, especially in the season we were in, where like I mean, we just renovated this 1960s home and it has been all consuming. And some weeks, like the the most connection we had was like going to Home Depot together. And like looking for trim or whatever it was. But like, and I think we easily get caught up in when someone says like, you know, prioritizing time away, we think, oh, date nights. And that seems so far away or like so difficult to achieve because you're like, oh, like I don't have time or we can't afford a babysitter or whatever. Um, which means we can talk more about like prioritizing intimacy another time because I think there's a place for prioritizing it despite those things. Mm-hmm. But... Mm-hmm. Um, do whatever you can manage. Like for us at the time, it was going to the hardware store together. And that was quality time. Or it was me watching Jeff clean up our basement. <laughs> like, And I was just watching him and visiting with him. But that's all it was. And that, that was something that was able to keep us connected. Not necessarily sexually, but just in some way. When physically we were distant a lot because I was with the kids and he was working on the home. Right? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And I can say that as a guy, like who's also renovated a home and spent many, many, many hours doing that. I can say that the times where my wife came and watched or hung out or did something were actually so special. Just the fact that she wants to be there. She wants to be with me. And she, and when she would jump in and help, it was like, this is awesome. Like I love doing this stuff together. Mm -hmm. Um, so like, I'm sure that meant so much to Jeff too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was just physically putting ourselves in the same place. And something I would want to recommend here. And like you said, when you were talking about scheduling sex is to put your phones away when you're trying to do this stuff, like, which is difficult to do. (laughs) Sometimes you're like, well, I just want to send funny reels back and forth. Like, come on, that's quality (laughs) time right now, (laughs) which maybe whatever, maybe there's space for that too. But when you're trying to you know, carve out intentional quality connection time. I think phones can be a big contribution to the disconnect and 
the Mm -hmm. hum of distraction. Yeah, we have a no phones in the bedroom rule. Mm, That's good. Or no electronics in the bedroom rule. So we don't have a TV in our bedroom. We don't bring electronics in our bedroom Mm -hmm. unless it's like, like I'm in my bedroom right now recording this. Right. It's not like quality time time. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, like the bedroom is for connection and quality time and sleeping. Yeah. So... I don't know where we learned this. Someone told us this a long time ago that they don't have any electronics in the bedroom and we just adopted it. And mm-hmm. it's been such a good decision for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know one thing like we've, I don't know if it was who it was for us either, but it was always like never have a TV in your bedroom. And we just mm-hmm. never have wanted that. Um, I know some people like need a TV to fall asleep. I don't, <laughs> I'm not one of those people, so <laughs> I don't get it. No. Um, but yeah, I don't know. But it would be a good one to put the phones away. I think that's that's a wise one. Yeah, one other thing I just thought of is Sam and I, we haven't done it for a couple months, but what we used to do is we used to, at the beginning of the month, look at the calendar and we would each pick a night and that was our night to plan something at home once mm. the kids went down. Mm-hmm. So like it didn't have to involve money. It didn't have to involve anything, but it was, we're doing this, um, this night. And so like, for example... Did you ever see the like TikTok trend of tasting different like sodas in the yes. cardboard box? Yes. Did you do that? Okay, so like I I planned that one night. Fun. Um yeah, so like stuff like that, just super simple things. I think it cost me like I don't know eight dollars in going to buy some pop or soda for you Americans. Ah <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like just super little, super simple little things. And like I said, it doesn't have to involve money or it doesn't have to involve a lot of money. But it was, again, putting it on the calendar. We're doing this, this night, just the two of us. I love that. That's a great idea. Cute. Um, another practical way, I think, is to check in with one another. To just have those, I mean, we talk about it every single time, but having those conversations, communicating about how you're actually doing during the busy times like I know especially around the holidays it's like people are here and there and you're picking stuff up and you're trying to get things organized for blah 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 it's like to just kind of sit down and be like hey like how are you doing how are you managing how's your stress load how are you feeling about you know where we're at with the amount of intimacy we're having like are we having enough sex in your opinion do you want to have more how do we prioritize that how we make space for that um yeah just checking in I think would be a smart thing to do yeah, this is something I've tried to be really intentional with lately because we've had, like, I would say from kind of end of October to now, we've had really crappy weather, mm. which means the kids are stuck inside, which means that there's a lot more stress in the house because we can't kick the kids out, not kick the kids out, but they can't <laughs> go outside because yeah. they love being outside. Yeah. They love riding their scooters. They love riding their bikes or going to play with their friends in the neighborhood. And when they can't do that, it just, it creates more stress in the house so that's this is something I've been really intentional with Sam is like you know a couple times a week hey how are you like how are you actually doing how Mm -hmm. are things going Mm -hmm. you know where's your mind at what's stressful for you Mm -hmm. how can I help that kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. yeah this is really really important I think um, for both spouses but I would say especially for the husbands if your wife is like a stay-at-home mom or something she's probably got more stress from the house in her life than you do so definitely check in with her and ask how you can help ask how she's doing let her vent mm-hmm. that kind of stuff mm-hmm. yeah especially when it's like you're having people over more because of this you know the holidays and whatever like i think plus not only that but i feel like getting air to those thoughts and those 
you know, you have those like that storm cloud in your mind of different things that are rumbling around to actually get them out will I feel like help your sex life too. (laughs) Because you won't be as bogged down. And for women, sex is so much in the mind that I think um, it would be really beneficial to be having regular check-ins with your spouse so you don't get more bogged down. Um, Yeah. 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 If you want to turn her on, you got to turn her mind off. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's good. Um, another thing I thought of too was saying no to some things. Like, do you really need to go out again? Like, do you have to do that cookie exchange tonight? Or could you, you know, spend some quality time with your spouse instead? Like, I think especially this time of the year, it's like, oh, well, it's a tradition or my parents always did it. And so we just kind of have to, and oh, we've just always done it. We've always gone skating. And so we just have to go skating tonight. It's like, well, why don't you just let some space exist to just be together and hang out and yeah yeah we learned this pretty early on in our marriage because i'm a huge extrovert so i'd love to go to every Mm. single party or do every single thing and Mm -hmm. sam's a huge introvert so she's the exact opposite so we learned really early on that you know we have our set things kind of every year and we'll talk about this next week in the traditions episode but Mm -hmm. we have like one thing we do as a family every year and then um all my family is really close physically in location and like we're really close uh like relationally right so usually we've got like three family gatherings to go to over christmas we've got like our family my extended on both sides so and her family's not here so we'll do her family as well so technically we've got four gatherings to go to right which again for me I love it I love being around the people I love having fun for Sam it's just draining yeah so what we've learned to do is when we go to one of these gatherings when she's mentally tapped out we leave hmm so now it's gotten a little bit easier because we've got kids right so like our kids usually go to bed around seven so by 6 30 we're out of there Right. So it's a little bit easier now because we can use the kids as, as an excuse. But before kids, it was once Sam is done, we're done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which would be really difficult to navigate, especially like I feel like if you're the spouse who's the extrovert, like for you, you'd be like, oh, come on, like, let's just hang out a little bit longer. Like, I feel like there would be that natural drive to just want to be like, well, come on, like, let's just things are just getting fun or whatever. Um, totally. But you'd have to have that like, this is self-control. <laughs> Yeah, well, exactly. And this is where, like, um, compromise comes in, right? Yes. We talk about it all the time with, like, things with sex. You have to come to a compromise. Well, even just with within marriage, you've got to come mm-hmm. to a compromise on what you're going to do. So, yeah, like, her compromise is we go to the thing. My compromise is we leave when she's done. Yeah. Yeah. And lastly, pray. Be praying over your marriage or sex life. God cares so deeply about it. He created it. And he wants it to be beautiful. And um, and more than that, I think it's good to remember that he knows the struggles that we've been going through, the loss, the addictions, depressions, longings, you know, whatever it actually is. Um, it's just, it's nice to remember that he sees you where you are and where you've been. And while things like counseling and whatnot is so great and we highly recommend it, um, God is the ultimate healer. And so... Um, bring 
remember to just bring your cares to him and like lay them at his feet so that um, I feel like you'll get so much more peace from that and healing as well. Yeah. And I think this is definitely an episode we need to do in the future is prayer and like the intimacy that it can bring. Mm -hmm. But my encouragement to all the listeners would be pray out loud together. Yeah. And like pray together. Like so many couples that we talk to just don't pray together Mm -hmm. or they've never prayed together. Mm -hmm. Like for us, our routine is if the day of the month is an odd number, it's me. If it's an even number, it's her. But we Every night we pray together and whoever's turn it is prays out loud. Yeah. And we'll talk about like, hey, what do we need to pray about? Like, who should we pray for? What's going on in life? And then we'll pray. And I know like a buddy of mine, him and his wife, like they both pray every night out loud together. Like whatever works for you. But my encouragement is to pray out loud together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And if it's something you've never done, just start really small. Like start where you're like, hey, I heard on the podcast, they were like highly encouraging couples to pray together. What do you think about every Sunday night? You know, just start even just once a week. You're like, we'll make a list of some things we want to pray about. How can we pray for each other for the coming week? You know, people in our lives, who can we be praying for situations that are going on? And then we pray together out loud. It becomes like a a ritual and a routine for you guys for at least, you know, starting baby small. Once a week, you're doing that thing because, yeah, it's, it's so important. And if you don't even know what to pray and you're like, well, I just want to even be praying on my own because maybe you're like, I kind of need to have my own prayer life before I can have a prayer life with my spouse, which not necessarily. I think you can be doing both at the same time and growing both. But check out our resources, our um, our ebooks, Prayers for Your Husband and Prayers for Your Wife, because those are gold. And it's just like a script. You just read through it. makes it so easy breezy. Um, and they're great. They're really good. Yeah. And if you don't want to do that, then open your Bible and go to Psalms and read out loud. Mm, yeah. Because that's got to be like the easiest free option out there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is there anything else you wanted to add for practical ways or should I just close it out? Um, no, I can't really think of anything. All the things that we tend to do, we've shared already and like the things that we've learned. So yeah, just prioritize it and if you are not good with remembering then put it on a schedule or put it on a calendar and just make time for it yeah and i'm sure we'll talk about it in a future episode too but like even if there's family around even if you're hosting people you can still prioritize this this can still be something you're doing like yeah, you can leave the house. Yeah. Or you can like go to your room early. You don't have to stay up till midnight playing games or whatever. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think too, like we wear so many different hats like day to day because, you know, depending where you are in life, but maybe you're a mom or a dad, you're the chef, the chauffeur, the house cleaner, <laughs> the Lego builder, you know, all the things. But how often are we like intentionally wearing the hat of husband and wife? Like, really? Ugh. I know even for me, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, how often am I like, I am the wife? Yeah, you know, like, throughout my day, I'm so many other things <laughs> than just, like, wife Alana. It's like, man, this is even a good reminder for me. Yeah, it tends to just be, like, pretty low on the rung of hats yeah. that you wear. Of, like, in terms of importance. But it's got to be 
the most important. Yeah. And when you think about, you hear so many people talk about how even like how well your marriage is doing, it like affects your children. And so it should really be on the top rung of priority, but we easily let it slip down because when your kids are nagging at you, like they seem like they have the higher importance. (laughs) Yeah. Like I heard a, I heard a pastor say once that you're, your kind of love life needs to be like a pyramid. So like your love for God needs to be first and then that'll overflow into your love for your spouse and mm. then that'll overflow into your love for your kids. And I think that's like so bang on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I was looking up some things for this episode, I had seen an article and it said, if you let it, the busyness of life will kill your marriage. Well, it's so true but like you google it you're like busyness um effects on marriage or whatever and there's just like piles and piles of articles of how busyness is like the root of what can cause disconnect in a marriage it's crazy so but it's up to you right yeah. like go for it i was just gonna say that's why i liked your point of like learn to say no mm-hmm. because that is like such an important way to decrease the busyness in your life and for someone like me like i love to say yes right i love going to the parties i love hanging out with people but i have to prioritize my marriage first and if sam doesn't want to be going out all the time then it's like sorry guys tonight i'm spending time with sam Mm -hmm. like that has to be the decisions you make that is what sacrificial love should be looking like in your marriage or one of the ways it should look like Mm -hmm. and really when you say yes to things you say no to other things, right? And vice versa. If you're saying no to some things, you're saying yes to other things. So whether you're saying yes to, you know, being busy and doing all the things, that means you're saying no to that intimate time with your spouse, right? Which is just like a totally different perspective. Yeah. I do actually have one more thing to add. Yeah. We actually just started doing this. So we started actually observing Sabbath. Mm. And this has been really really good for our marriage our family life because we basically get to take a day and we don't do like a traditional jewish sabbath where like you don't do any work like you don't turn a light switch on or use electricity or anything like that like we do more of like a modern sabbath um and like one pastor that we kind of have followed his model he calls it pleasure stacking so do all of your favorite things on that day. Mm. And for us, it also looks like not saying no to the kids. Like you want ice cream for breakfast. All right, we're doing ice cream for breakfast. (laughs) Like you want it to be the day of the week that everyone looks forward to because you get to do all of your favorite things on that day. Mm. And the biggest thing for us, like what we talked about earlier is Sam and I turn our phones off. Mm, Right. So the stress of, FOMO or whatever else is going on responding to emails texts all that stuff like that's right away is out the window so the quality time and the attention is 100% on each other and our family and if you don't have kids I would still say like do this like have a day where you do all your favorite things together you turn off your phones and you just do, do whatever brings you joy and happiness and you know reflect on the fact that God's given you those amazing things to enjoy mm-hmm. and thank him for it. Mm-hmm. So this has been a big one for us because 
it truly has become the favorite day of the week and the kids look forward to it and they like Saturday night we do Saturday night to Sunday evening so Saturday night we do a big dinner whoever's turn it is gets to pick the meal and then Sunday we go to church come home and then it's like what do you guys want to do it's gonna be the best afternoon of the week and it has totally decreased our amount of stress Mm -hmm. I love that yeah it's like increasing the health of your family in general which in turn obviously will increase the health of your marriage I love that so yeah Yeah, totally Mm -hmm. so I mean really it's it's up to you as like for you and your spouse to decide whether you're going to make this you know a busy jam-packed full as much as you can season or if this is going to be a slow season of connection for you guys so we hope you make it a Christmas of connection and um, go through some of our connect questions too on our Instagram account. Those are a really great resource. If you're like, I don't even know where to start. How do we start connecting? Go through the questions so you can get to know each other better in different ways and um, start a conversation. Yeah. Especially if you're traveling this holiday season, if you've got a flight or you've got a road trip, like my wife and I did that on our last trip, we had a long drive, like hour and a half to one of our next stops. And I said to Sam, I said, pull up the KS page and let's go over some of the connect questions. And they're actually so good. Like, obviously, I think they're good because we make them, but they are good. Like, we had some amazing conversations that were just birthed out of answering those questions. So Mm -hmm. if you're traveling, listen to this podcast, of course, and then do some connect questions. (laughs) Yes. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Make sure you leave a review and we'll share it in our next episode. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys in the next episode. See ya. Hey, friends. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like our content, please like, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And tell your friends, too. Thanks so much for journeying with us today as we tackled the hard questions and dive deep into godly intimacy. Make sure you follow us on Instagram to see more of our content and check the show notes for any links we might have mentioned in today's episode. We're so grateful to be on this journey with you and we can't wait to see you in the next episode.